Welcome to the Everything Works Out For Us podcast. My name is Marina, and I'm so happy that you're here to join me on this journey of embracing a growth mindset that's grounded in gratitude and self-awareness. I'm an REBT mindset life coach, actor, singer, content creator, and the bigger sister that you always wanted. And I'm ready to start turning our mental and emotional roadblocks into roadmaps. In each episode, I holistically utilize psychology, spirituality, and my own personal experiences to strive to empower you to step into your power and deeply connect to both your inner knowing and the world around you. Let's grow together. Hey everybody, happy Wednesday and welcome back to the pod. As always, I like to start off the episode in gratitude, so I want to take a moment to thank you all again for your active support. If you ever want to suggest an episode topic, feel free to email me at everythingworksoutforuspodcast at gmail.com or leave a voice memo for me in the join the discussion link in the episode's bio. And as a reminder, you can always interact with me on the polls connected to each episode. And finally, if you are so inclined to leave a donation to help support me in the pod, that link is also listed in the bio. But without further ado, I want to jump right into today's topic, something extremely prevalent in my life and my healing journey, letting go. In my opinion, letting go in order to let in is probably one of the hardest things to do in this life. So, of course, that means it's one of the best things to do and most essential things to do to living a happy life, right? In the moment, change and letting go can be so insanely painful and we resist it so strongly but it's only in these moments of surrender and release that we can achieve growth and experience joy that we never could have expected or even imagined. So today I want to discuss some psychology behind why we attach to people, things, and outcomes and go over some steps we can take to try to find peace with the unknown. And then lastly, I have some advice on how we can let go with love in order to let in with love. Okay, so let's dive right into the psychology. I want to chat about the need for control. I think the main reason people do not want to let go of their ideas, relationships, expectations, etc. is because they think that if they can control everything, then they will be happy. Control brings a usually false sense of security and stability. Of course, we can't be completely out of control of our own lives. Research suggests that A sense of control is associated with better physical and psychosocial health. Um, But there's a quote that I wanted to share from, from a study I found, and it said, if people did not believe they were capable of successfully producing desired results, there would be very little incentive to face even the slightest challenge. Thus, the perception of control is likely adaptive for survival. As we're finding out in most of these episodes in the pod, so much of our current psychology is based on evolution and our brain and body's way of attempting to keep us alive. So segueing into another quote from the study is the default assumption of control by healthy individuals when provided with opportunity for choice suggests that the assumption of control is adaptive. 
Violation of this assumption may result in abnormal behavior and compromised functioning. Individuals who do not perceive control over their environments may seek to gain control in any way possible, potentially engaging in maladaptive behaviors. Furthermore, while the illusion of control seems to be adaptive for psychosocial functioning, extreme overestimates of control may contribute to dangerous risk-taking. Struggles to augment or diminish control are believed to be at the core of anxiety and mood disorders, eating disorders, and substance abuses. So, the latter part of that sentence is what I want to focus on today since my podcast is focused on mental health and healing. I'm assuming that many of you know what it's like to struggle with anxiety and depression, as do I, and based on my personal experience, that seems to to align with this research. So, when we attempt to overly control things that simply aren't in our control, we lead ourselves down a dark road. Our need to control is typically rooted in fear. So there's the fear of rejection, fear of abandonment, fear of poverty, fear of the unknown, fear of failure, etc., etc., etc. Controlling things or people or attempting to do so is a coping mechanism to try and calm your nervous system when it's activated by that fear and anxiety. And some examples of overly controlling behavior are things like micromanaging people, criticizing, needing to know every single thing about a person, place, thing, etc. to a fault, Uh, needing to impress others at all costs, giving the silent treatment, gaslighting or manipulating, unwillingness to change or be flexible, or needing a situation to go in an exact way or a person to behave in an exact manner. The attempt to control all of these things are because you need to know exactly what to expect in order to know exactly how you're going to feel. Anything less than that is too scary and anxiety-inducing. Again, this is just my perception. Um, I'm not a professional psychologist, but I can only speak from my own personal experience, and I know that (laughs) deep down when I'm trying to control things, it's because I'm scared and I want to control the situation so I won't have to face my own anxiety and therefore have to do the work of self-soothing myself, right? But it doesn't always have to be as extreme as some of the things that I listed, but I just wanted to talk about a personal example that I have with control, woo, <laughs> is the my need for control over a space. So it's extremely anxiety inducing for me to be in a space that's dirty messy or cluttered for a long period of time and so my anxiety will kick in and I'll start panic cleaning and I'll get extremely dysregulated you know the drill or maybe you don't (laughs) yay good for you (laughs) but this is my example right so it makes me feel safe and regulated to be in control of my space and to have things exactly where I like them and to know that I'm the person that cleaned them and I have every right to keep my personal space how I like it everyone does but I'm not in danger of survival when someone else's space isn't necessarily how I would prefer it it's not my job to control how that other person lives 
Obviously, if you live with roommates, setting reasonable boundaries plays a necessary part in your lifestyle and you want to make sure that everyone feels comfortable in their own home, but that's an entirely separate topic for another day. Anyway, what I'm trying to get at is that I can choose to attempt to control how someone else lives in order to make myself feel more comfortable and most likely not succeed with that, or... I can work on self-soothing my anxiety when I find myself in an uncomfortable space and work on accepting that everybody lives differently. In addition to control, attachment also plays a huge part in letting go or the inability to do so. Attachment theory in developmental psychology is the theory that humans are born with the need to form a close emotional bond with a caregiver and that such bond will develop over the first six months of the child's life if the caregiver is appropriately responsive. The human attachment system, according to John Balby, the psychologist behind the theory, serves two purposes. One, to protect vulnerable individuals from potential threats or harm. And two, to regulate negative emotions following harmful or threatening events. So if we did not develop a secure attachment to our caregivers as infants, we likely develop one of three insecure attachment styles, those being avoidant, anxious, or disorganized. I will be releasing most likely multiple episodes on attachment theory later down the road. It's something I'm doing extensive research about and it's really impactful and I think it's really important that uh, adults are aware of this um, as we navigate relationships in our lives. Um, But anyway, I wanted to just give this basic knowledge today as it's relevant to letting go. But all of this to say is, again, yes, as humans, we are biologically designed to get attached to people. It unfortunately is just a very fine line between healthy and unhealthy attachment. We need to connect and bond with others to feel safe, loved, and to feel and to fulfill basic human connection needs. But especially those with an insecure attachment style, it becomes quickly unhealthy when we lose ourselves in these attachments when we place our self-worth self-esteem or our needs fully in our attachment figure or when we are completely reliant on our attachment figure to regulate our emotions instead of being able to do it ourselves both with the need to control and attaching to things or people that may not be healthy for us self-awareness always the first step. Take a moment to zoom out and look at some of the difficult truths in your life. Where are there places or people that you feel the strong urge to control? Even in your goals for yourself, are they extremely rigid? Do you have unbendable expectations for yourself and for others? Do you place expectations like I need to achieve XYZ or I need this person to do XYZ in order for me to be happy. You're obviously not alone if you answered yes to any of these questions um, or if you answered yes to any of the latter questions and I'm making this episode because I'm accepting my own controlling tendencies Um, And it's been really difficult for me, obviously, but 
I'm making the conscious choice now to be brave and to work through them. I'm realizing that the reason I feel the need to control outcomes is absolutely because I'm afraid of the unknown. And if I can control how this person treats me, then I won't have to be let down by them and feel a crushing sadness. If I can control what exactly my career path looks like, I won't have to be let down by a devastating rejection. But what most of us come to learn the hard way is that no matter how hard we try to control something, life is going to continue happening either in the way that we tried to control it to go or the opposite way. And typically trying to control things only leads to our own unhappiness because what's meant for us is going to happen regardless. Like, sorry guys, but pain is inevitable and unavoidable. So why try to force a puzzle piece into a puzzle that it doesn't belong in? Now, I want to transition a little bit into a metaphor that's really impactful for me. It has been for the past year or so whenever I first heard it, but I don't even remember where I heard it from, so I'm sorry I can't give credit, but I call it the butterfly metaphor or the don't crush the butterfly metaphor. So this is in terms of letting go and Imagine yourself in a field and you see this beautiful butterfly and all you want once you see it is to hold it, is to have it be with you, you want it to land on your finger, you you just want the butterfly really badly. And so your first instinct, of course, is to chase after the butterfly because you want to go get it. Um, So you're running and you're grabbing and you're grasping and you're trying to get the butterfly to come to you because you really, really, really want it. And that butterfly is flying so far, so fast from you. Uh, That butterfly is getting out of there. You're scaring it. You're pushing it away with your crazy, desperate energy. Um, So you decide to take a breath, calm down, realize that it's okay if you don't have the butterfly like you would like it. It would be nice, but you know, you're fine without it. So you rest, you meditate, you center yourself, you open your palms, and you kind of just, you wait there and you're okay with or without it. And lo and behold, all of a sudden, now that you're calm and still, the butterfly flies right over to you and it lands on your finger and you look at it and you admire its beauty and you're in awe and you're so excited and you're so happy that it's there and it's everything you ever wanted and it came right to you because you were patient for it and you didn't need it to be happy but it came because it was meant for you and then all of a sudden you're like, wait, I love this butterfly. I want it to stay with me forever. And so again, you get the urge to control and you want to grab it and you want to grasp it. But if you continue to do that, you're either going to crush the butterfly in your hands because you're grasping at it and you're squeezing it, trying to get it to stay, or in the process of grabbing, grasping, flailing, whatever, in your desperation to get it to stay, you scare it off and it flies away and it's like, bye, I'm out of here. Um, and then it's gone. So 
all this to say is be at peace when it finally comes to you and know that you will be okay if it doesn't last forever like how beautiful it was that you got to cherish that moment with the butterfly that you really wanted that was meant for you at the time that it was meant for you and when it's no longer serving you or the butterfly for the butterfly to be there on your finger the butterfly knows and it leaves and that's okay and you're still standing like you're not dead because the butterfly decided to fly off of your finger Um, and how devastating it is for you to chase it away even after it's already gone Um, yeah just a little lesson in gratitude for being appreciative and enjoying things while they last and knowing that you still will be okay you can still let them go when it's time for them to leave and you're still gonna thrive and be here and hold your hand open for the next butterfly to fly in your hand so whenever i am feeling myself in that really needy desperate controlling energy i always take a deep breath and i say marina don't crush the butterfly And I say it to like all of my friends and family too. And now I'm sharing it with you. So hopefully that resonates. But along with me telling myself, don't crush the butterfly. Obviously, I'm a big affirmation girly. If you can't tell by now, you're probably sick of me talking about it. But you know what? Too bad. I'm going to keep talking about it on my podcast because affirmations are huge to me. So some affirmations that really, really resonate with me when I am really looking to let go um, are I release what no longer serves me, I release resistance, I surrender control, and I let go with love. The last one especially really helped me when I knew that a current emotionally tolling situation I was in was not serving me but I wasn't ready to fully let go of the memories or of potential or whatever um I wasn't fully ready to like let go of everything and letting go in the present doesn't mean letting go forever it's just knowing that something is not currently serving you in the present so let's let go of that and for whatever reason I let go with love was something that I was like okay I can get down with this yeah I let go with love I'm not letting go with resentment I'm not letting go with bitterness I'm not letting go forever to forget and like eternal sunshine of the spotless mind (laughs) like you know I'm letting go with love in a broader stroke letting go allows you to make room for something even better so let's just chat about mindset shifts if you got to read a book of your life and you knew that after 15 job rejections your dream job would be there or after 10 failed first dates or relationships or whatever your soulmate would appear in your life And, you know, you'll have the person that you're going to marry if that's what you want, etc. Those perceived rejections or failures, they wouldn't be so bad after all. We have to let go of the how and when 
because those things simply are not in our control. When we sit ruminating over each rejection, wishing it were different, being so sure that the job or the person or the opportunity that we think we lost was our only chance, we're holding on to it so tightly that we're energetically blocking off the new opportunity that was meant for us in the first place. Let's say, for example, you recognize that you're really unhappy in your job and so on a whim you apply to a new job and lo and behold you get it but you can't start that new job that could bring you amazing joy and success if you're clinging to your old job because you feel comfortable there sure it's definitely scary to put yourself out there in a new environment and have to be trained and you might mess up and you have to reestablish yourself but Remind yourself of the reason that you applied in the first place. You weren't truly happy at your current job and you didn't like your coworkers. Your career path there was essentially a dead end. You have to let go of the old to let in the new. You can't have both jobs at once. And also, even in the chance that this new job doesn't work out, you can still let go of that too. The decisions that you make don't have to be permanent. I think that we make things so serious in this life, but it doesn't have to be that serious. You're allowed to have fun, to make mistakes, to let something in and then decide maybe you don't want it anymore. So it's time to let go of that too and let in another thing. So like I said, you can't have two jobs at once. We only have room for so much in our lives. And I posted this on my TikTok at Everything Works Out For Us pod if you are so inclined to check it out. But imagine you walked into a grocery store and you brought two reusable bags and you walk to the grocery store, you don't have a car, so whatever you can hold on your back, that's what you're taking home. You only have room for so much in these two bags and they're all you can carry. And when you went, you were really hoping to get a special treat. And for me, that's carrot cake Oreos. But you fill up your bag with your essentials, you look everywhere in the store for carrot cake Oreos and you can't find them anywhere and you're super disappointed because you were really looking forward to them. But you end up settling with regular Oreos because they're there. Regular Oreos are okay. They're familiar, right? You were comfortable with them, just not what you truly wanted. But you eventually look forward to snacking on them tonight anyway. So as you're at the checkout counter, it looks like someone had mishappily left the last package of carrot cake Oreos by the register. Like, God bless! The clouds have parted. But now, there's literally no room in your bag for them. So, you have to get rid of your regular Oreos, even though you did start to look forward to them and you're comfortable with them and you know that you'll like them. But if you want to make it all the way home, you gotta let go of the regular Oreos because the carrot cake Oreos were truly what was meant for you all along and you can't have both so anyway y'all deserve the carrot cake oreos you just gotta let go of the regular oreos first and while we're on the metaphor train i'm just gonna keep rolling with it so another metaphor i have about control is the package metaphor so when you order something online you go on amazon and you type in green dress and you click it, you pay for it, and it says it's going to be here from June 22nd to July 1st, whatever. 
okay, that's done. You close your tab, you move on with your day, you put in the quote unquote work to get your package and then you wipe your hands off and you know it's coming. So that's it. You just let it go. (laughs) You don't try to control how soon the package is going to get to you you literally can't even if you try like you try calling amazon you're like where's my package and they're like we said it's gonna be delivered from this date to this date like chill out there's nothing we can do we can't make the plane go faster or whatever however it's getting to you so it's it's the same thing with life it's like you put in the effort you set the intention and then you know that it's on the way. You know that whatever you want is coming, whether it's what you want or whether it's something better aligned with the emotion that you're really seeking. We can't control how or when it's going to get to us. We just have to take the aligned action and then let go of the why and the how or the when and the how, sorry. So when we get attached to ideas and things a lot of the time we're settling because we get comfortable with these things and and sometimes even when we're not just settling whoa okay excuse me trash man (laughs) rude um (laughs) anyway even when we're not just settling the fear of letting go of what you know can be extremely uncomfortable and overpowering and it makes you want to cling on to what you have Now, I recently read a book by Oprah and Bruce D. Perry called What Happened to You. It's a brilliant book about trauma research. And this one quote just really resonated with me and I feel like it fits very nicely into this episode. So they said, we feel better with the certainty of misery than the misery of uncertainty. Oh my God, let that sink in. I'm going to say it again. We feel better with the certainty of misery than the misery of uncertainty. Again, really resonated with me. Our brains search to recreate patterns. And these patterns can have such a chokehold on us that we do anything to stay in the patterns that do not serve us rather than push ourselves into the uncertainty of the unknown. But It's the unknown that can bring incredible healing, love, joy, rejuvenation, you name it. And it's the reason why it's so easy to get stuck in these cycles of self-pity, self-doubt, because that's what's comfortable for us. Like, that sucks really bad. Um, And again, that's where that self-awareness comes in, where you're like, you know what? No. I need to let go of this. It's not serving me and I'm choosing to change. There's that famous quote, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the result to be different. My God, have I been repeating that to myself so much lately. It's so easy to sit and question why these patterns in your life keep repeating and keep you staying miserable, but you got to recognize them because once you recognize them, then you can start letting them go. It's It's really brave to do so, by the way, but it's the only way that we can make room for the new things, for new happiness. Um, I was at work one day and somebody was giving me some tough love and he said, let go or be dragged. And I was like, fuck. (laughs) So true, bestie. 
we are stronger than that. Reclaim your power and don't let anyone drag you. Letting go does not mean forget or erase. Letting go doesn't mean replace with resentment. Letting go with love is forgiving. It's freeing yourself from whatever isn't serving you because you deserve a life filled with things that serve you and and things may have served you for a long time and it's beautiful to recognize that too just like the butterfly landing on your finger it was serving the both of you for a long time but as you grow and evolve and level up as a human there are people places things ideas that we have to leave behind I don't know about you, but I don't want to stay the same person that I was five years ago. I have new beliefs, new relationships, new goals, new outlooks. I'm a new me, but I can't keep those old beliefs, people, etc. in my life if I'm this new version of myself, you know? Now, I know that a lot of this is really emotional, maybe deep, but... I just wanted to share a personal example of something that is less emotional and letting go of something that's just a bit more mundane, if you will. So I started a new job in February and um, the job is downtown and I was extremely resistant to taking the bus to work. Like I was being a little baby brat about taking the bus because it takes about an hour to take the bus and it's like a 15 minute drive but parking downtown is a nightmare um and I I made myself literally miserable about taking the bus like I complained about it every day of my life like I let it just tank my mental health in such a pathetic way I tried to find ways to justify paying $300 a month for parking downtown and once I finally just surrendered to taking the bus and I learned to enjoy the commute and I found gratitude practices for myself on the bus and I learned to just enjoy the ride and just learn to like let someone else take me to work and it's just an hour it's like literally not that serious (laughs) once I finally decided that and surrendered my work one day was like hey we decided that we want to pay for your parking are you down and I was like (laughs) what like of course it's the second that I decide to stop being so bent out of shape about it when I'm like you know what it's fine I surrender like I'm not doing this to myself anymore then the universe gave me what I wanted after all (laughs) and now I drive to work so if something is meant for you you gotta release your death grip on it to allow it to come in that way you can really appreciate it and I will say I do really appreciate the extra sleep that I get in the morning um and it's it's really the only way that I could drive to the theater that I work at after work because it really wouldn't have worked with the bus schedule um so again like it really was meant for me I just had to freaking relax and let go so wrapping up I feel like I've talked lots now about the importance of letting go but not that much on how to realistically do so and 
maybe I have just a bit less to say because I still am figuring it out for myself, but I'll say these seven things from my personal experience that have helped me a lot. All right, number one, becoming really clear on my goals and what I genuinely want in this life. That way I can fully recognize what is and isn't serving me. I also have to make sure that I'm letting my inner guidance communicate this with me and that it's not just my ego speaking because it's when I can admit to myself that I'm trying to control a situation or my ego is trying to control a situation based off of fear that I can begin to let go of that control and surrender to what's actually best for me deep down and what's best for my path on my highest timeline. Number two, affirmations. Woo, 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 woo. Take a shot every time I say affirmations in the podcast. (laughs) Uh, I mentioned them briefly in the beginning of the episode. Both affirmations like I let go with love and also just self-love affirmations in general because the more that I love myself and I'm happy with my life, the easier it is for me to recognize what is and what isn't serving my happiness or my mental health and let go of toxic things, ideas, or behaviors. Number three is distance. Creating distance from the thing that you're trying to let go of is really important. So if you're trying to let go of a bad habit, stop engaging in the habit and maybe distance yourself from the people in your life who encourage the bad habit. If you're trying to let go of an emotion that you no longer want to experience, really try to distance yourself from the things that surefire trigger that emotion or memory. If you're trying to let go of a person, you need to distance yourself from them. Again, you can't let in with love if you aren't letting go. You have to make room. Number four is practicing unconditional acceptance. This stems from the REBT way of teaching and there's three versions of unconditional acceptance depending on your core wounds and what you really struggle with acceptance of, but practicing unconditional acceptance of yourself, of others, and of life circumstances are the three ways to just let things be as they are instead of having these expectations about them and needing to control them and if you can't do so then you're unhappy if you can just accept people and yourself and life the way that it is then you don't need to control everything and you can let things go far easier Number five is make a plan. Any Virgos in the group, shout out, (laughs) all you planners. But find the areas of deep resistance, what is causing you to hold on so hard so you can work through these fears. Make an outline of steps you're going to take to soothe the fears. How will you handle your inevitable triggers when you want to cling even tighter? Who are the people that you can lean on for support? Making a plan and being prepared like this gives you a sense of control that you may be longing for, but it's that healthy sense of control. Number six is trusting in a higher power. So in my personal opinion, the only way that we can 
truly surrender is if we have some kind of trust and faith in a higher power, whatever that means to you. God, the universe, source, just the inner faith that something truly is looking out for you and confirming that everything works out for us. Like, I know Jesus Take the Wheel may seem a bit dramatic, but for some of the things I've truly had a death grip on, I have only been able to begin the letting go process with the trust that if I let go of this, it's because something better is on the way. And who am I to decide to cling on to something when something better is waiting for me? Someone or something is looking out for me and I I trust that it's going to happen because that's my path. Last step, number seven, is be open. Get into the receiving mode. When we set an intention in the morning to be open to new opportunities, new people, new experiences, you'll be surprised at what comes in. Work on unblocking that energy. The energy that clings to things that aren't serving us. You're ready to face the day. You're ready to let in new things. The universe only gives you what you're ready for. Trust that. You're still standing here today, and I'm proud of you. Letting go was hard. There's nothing wrong with admitting that. In fact, it's better to admit it, to be frustrated, to be sad, to admit you're scared, because it's extremely scary to leave your comfort zone, even if you know it's not serving you. Again, we are only human, but again, you deserve a life only filled with things that serve your highest good and most of the time you ha- you have to be the one to decide to let go of the old and let in the new let go with love my loves and start letting in with love you can do it i can do it i'm excited for you i'll see you next wednesday <laughs>